0: we demystify what goes on behind the therapy room door join us on this voyage of discovery and co-creative conversations this is the therapy show behind closed doors podcast with bob cook and jackie jones okay welcome back to the next episode of the therapy show behind closed doors with myself jackie jones and the wonderful mr bob cook this is episode 137 bob
1: oh my god are you are leading soon up to my house number oh anyway, don't give it away 531
0: that's <laughs> a, <laughs> that's a that's long fine. way to
1: go <laughs> Um,
0: So what we're going to be talking about in this episode is the danger of assumption in the therapy process, which links in, I think, quite well to the last one.
1: Yeah, you know, I spent, well, I saw my last client when I was 69 and I started seeing clients when I was 35 and I can't quite work out the maths. But before my clinical career, I attempted to move away from the world of assumptions. Because once you move into the world of assumptions with clients, you're onto a road of, uh, well, it's a difficult road. Because if you start assuming things, invariably, invariably they're wrong, and because no one's had your experience, and invariably uh, you set the path, And, I'll, and the other, uh, usually the opposite path to healing.
0: Yes. Yeah.
1: Path to a, re- a repetitive cycle of their own history. Yeah. Now, you know, the truth of the matter is, it's very, 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 very hard to work from a place of uh, lack of a judgment, lack of assumptions or judgment. Because in the Western world, particularly, we think, you know, we think all the time in the realm of assumptions and judgments, judgments, positive judgments, judgments, negatively assumptions, positively assumptions, negatively. That's the way we think all the yeah. time. Yeah. Move away from that takes, well, it takes quite a lot of, um, skill
0: really yeah for me when I think about assumption I always think about being in the here and now and taking what I'm seeing in front of me without you know looking to my past for reasons for that and just being curious
1: yeah so curiosity demands open questions yeah curiosity demands uh inquiry demands um a real sense of openness and how you ask that yeah curiosity question yeah no, i i certainly agree with you um curiosity exploration inquiry they're all good methods to take you away
0: sometimes we can literally just get hold of the wrong end of the stick through making assumptions about what a
1: person is saying to us so you made an interesting statement right at the beginning when you said when you think of assumptions you think of um being in the adult ego state in other words that you won't be i think now you can contradict what i think you were saying i'm quite happy for you to do I think he was saying something like if you're an adult ego state, you won't be making assumptions. Yes. So let's define adult ego state then. Just for the listener's sake, because they might okay. not be CA people. Yeah. So from a CA world, Eric Byrne, who was the originator of transactional analysis, it said, and he split the personality into three: parent ego state, adult ego state, and child ego state, then when the person is coming from the adult ego state or the adult part of themselves. They're acting appropriately to the age they are. So I'm 73. So I will be coming, I'll be thinking, feeling, behaving from the 73 year old of me and yeah. not younger self or some sort of uh, moral duty part of myself. I will be coming from the age appropriate part of myself.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
1: That's, that's how you see adult then.
0: Yeah, and responding and <clears throat> reacting to things in the moment as they're happening, as opposed to predicting the future or reliving the past, yeah.
1: So, when, so what you're saying, if you are on your adult legal state, you won't be making assumptions? Yes. That's a very good way, and I, I think a really good tip for the people to think about who are listening to this podcast. Mm-hmm. The next question, of course, is, um, about how we know whether we're in our adult ego state or not in the first place.
0: That's very good because I used to think I was in mine a lot of the time before I started my training, and I realised that <laughs> yeah. I'm not in it that often.
1: <laughs> so we may often think we're in our yeah adult ego state, appropriate to the age, my seventy-three-year-old. Yeah, and actually, we're not. Yeah, another part of ourselves altogether, but we're not aware of that. Yes. Yeah. Now, TA, that is called contaminations, coming from a part of ourself, and we think we're our adult, but we're actually coming from some some sort of parental belief system passed down by our significant other people, or we're coming from a younger part of ourselves, even though we think we're coming from our adult. Yeah. So often, I think, we make assumptions from our younger part, but we think it's adult.
0: Yes, yeah, yeah.
1: I think
0: that's very common. Yes, I do too. Which, again, without you know being critical of ourselves, it's it's easy done. We we fall into. For me, I just think sometimes, in order to be in our adult and in the here and now, we've got to have our eye on the ball a hundred percent of the time. Because as soon as we veer off, we're going into our past or trying to predict the future, and we we we've lost it. We're not there anymore.
1: And I think the best thing, if we find ourselves in the world of assumptions and we are perceptive enough to be aware of that, we check it out with our clients.
0: Yes, yeah, yeah.
1: Well, is that how you see it then? I mean, thinking about maybe XX and X. Is that how you understand this? But the trick of this is we have to be aware enough, we're in our adult enough, uh, that's the bit. And that's the hard bit, I think.
0: Yes, yeah.
1: Very easy to move into assumptions. Assumptions, you're correct, usually come from parent or younger self and not from adults. It's a very good way to look at it.
0: Yeah. Yeah, because the other thing that I think as well is if I'm having a feeling or a reaction, I'm not in the here and now.
1: That's a brilliant. Could you say a little bit more about that then? So well, let's see what you say before I maybe. I I'll... just
0: I just think being in our adult is a very logical place to be. <laughs> I see it as kind of information in, information out. If okay. I'm having a reaction or a response to something, I need to attach that to something personal to then have a reaction to it, if that makes sense. Okay, so here
1: we are. Here's a, here's a sort of questions you really yeah okay okay see so a client comes in the door you sit down client sits down and as you go to sit down you step on a drawing pin which has been left there inadvertently by for whatever reasons and as you step your foot go down on the drawing pin you scream out because of the pain of the drawing pin yeah right and yep. you go, scream out. We, now, would you say then the description what I've just said then is from an adult gigastate? Yes. Right. Let's take the same example again. So the client sits down, you sit down, and your foot goes down on the drawing pin, and then you scream out and go to a three-year-old tantrum. Yes. There's difference
0: absolutely and I was thinking that it's the immediate response after the the pain that is in the here and now who the bloody hell's left that there or whatever it is that that comes straight after it yeah
1: and it happens so quickly
0: yes that's that's the thing with the shifts it does happen so quickly yeah
1: you think you feel that you've come from adult but actually you're a three-year-old yeah whatever you're going into yeah that's a sort of extreme example to how quick this can happen in many different areas we think we're an adult yeah we're not
0: well as you're saying that i think <laughs> my head would explode before i was in adult all the time i know i couldn't do it
1: no i don't think, see that's that's the that's the bit i was going to go to i think i think that exactly that we're shifting all the time yeah our assumptions and i agree with you here is in the world of the younger self and the parent ego
0: state. Yeah. Yeah. It's just it's being consciously aware that we do it. That to me is the big thing. If we're denying the fact that we make assumptions, I think we're doing ourselves and our clients a really big disservice. <laughs>
1: huge disservice we need to check out everything yeah yeah world of neurodiversity in the world of difference in the world of cultural implications or whatever we make us if we make assumptions we're lost yeah what i mean by that is we're lost with our clients
0: yes and even as you're speaking i'm thinking I I know with some clients I feel uncomfortable if I need to check in with them and ask them. But that in itself is me not being in my adult. I've gone into my child because I'm feeling anxious about raising something with a client. Yeah, yeah. So it's it's just another level, another layer in the therapy room that we need to be aware of.
1: Yeah, because... because if we're making unconscious, you know assumption sorry, and we're not aware of them, the client, several things can happen. The client may feel missed.
0: yeah, yeah.
1: They may feel they're not important.
0: Yeah.
1: They may feel that they're defined. They may feel they're not heard. That's what I meant when I said, we will lose our clients. yeah. Stay in the world of assumptions.
0: Yeah. Yeah, the therapy is it's ineffective. It's not absolutely.
1: Yeah. It often and often leads to adaptation by the client because they're adapting to fit into your assumption, and you'll never know it.
0: Yeah. Which again is is a wormhole that you don't want to go down. <laughs> I'm not sure whether we've done this or we've spoke about it or it's one that's coming up, but there's something about is anything real in the therapy room? And sometimes oh. I feel like that's that's what goes on in the therapy room. There's so many different facets to everything.
1: Oh, to, uh, let, let, let me give you another different facet. Um, and um, we may meander off a little bit this podcast with this facet. But it's in the world of what we're talking about, and that is when our non our nonverbal behaviour is contradictory to what we're saying. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> that, that's a that's a wormhole for you, isn't
0: it? Absolutely. And you don't realise it until you witness it, until it's happening in the room.
1: Yeah. So you're thinking of an adult, but actually. Your non verbal behaviors indicate you aren't. Yeah. And unfortunately, I think, and I think in terms of therapeutic healing, I'm saying unfortunately, a lot of the attachment by the other or the trust by the other is a response to non verbal behaviour, not to what is being said. Yeah. I'll tell you what I mean by that is that the other person' first instinct, I believe, almost like osmosis, is to pick up on the nonverbal aspects of the person in front of you, rather than what the person says. And certainly, if the what the person says doesn't match with the nonverbal behaviour, you you will lose the person in front of you.
0: Yeah, when you're saying nonverbal. Do you mean the feeling that they get?
1: I mean things like uh, you say, "Hello," is really pleased. You're really pleased to meet you. However, your left leg is shaking, or you, or the extreme agitation, scare that you've just walked in from the an argument from your wife or whatever it is, whatever's happening. Or you—that's one example. You shake somebody's hand, but your hand is very clammy, or there's right. not handshake. Okay. Or hesitation in your shake. doesn't match up with the words that you've said
0: yeah yeah <clears>
1: throat> I, I,
0: throat> I, I get what you're saying for me what sometimes happens is i just get a feeling i have a reaction they're saying one thing but that's not yeah what yeah. i'm getting from them
1: usually i think that feeling is a response to non-behavior possibly
0: yeah yeah that i've just not recognized that that's what's going on yeah
1: and assumptions often said cognitively, but the behaviour of the person is very different.
0: Yes, yeah, yeah. Because it even just the physical aspect of a client, we can make assumptions about them.
1: Oh, All the time. On
0: you know what is it that you know the, the first five seconds of meeting somebody, we make a first impression of them.
1: That's right. What about in the world of Nick some TA again? Gallows laughter. Yeah. <clears throat> we make assumptions, don't we? Yeah. My wife love loves watching a television programme. I don't know if it's still on. It's a reality TV programme. It seems to be on all the time, but I think it's ended. We've got another lot coming up. I think it's Married of First Sight. I love that
0: programme. <laughs> okay.
1: Surf Five Australia, whatever it is. And for people who don't know, they uh, it's a reality TV, TV program where partners uh, marry at first sight. And yeah. then there's a whole experimental project, whatever you want to call it, for the next 36 it seems forever, uh, where they sort of um, work out whether they want to be together or to stay married. Now, a lot, a lot, when you watch this, when I watch it, Uh, episodes of this particular period a lot is built on assumptions
0: yeah (laughs) i think you should do that bob because the professionals are are rubbish at at matching people (laughs) i'd be good at that i was sorry i was going to say i think you should be one on the the board of that yeah definitely yeah
1: i'm sure there's psychologists and psychotherapists behind the scenes but i think sometimes the matching is completely pants yeah yeah it's very
0: interesting so what we're going to talk about next time which I'm presuming this is one of your better ones and you can take the lead on this Bob is is therapy like chess because I know that you (laughs) love chess
1: I know these are my titles (laughs) oh anything that's got football in it or chess in it (laughs) yes this is one of my titles and it really means if you oh no I'll wait until the podcast wait
0: until next time but you might have to explain this one to me in that one Bob I just I I saw this one and I thought yep that's definitely Bob (laughs) all over
1: this is (laughs) this is very much a podcast for me
0: okie dokie right until next time Bob thank you so much
1: Thank you.
0: take care you've been listening to the therapy show behind closed doors
1: podcast we hope you enjoyed the show don't forget to subscribe and leave us a review we'll be back next week with another episode